Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer the question, what am I reading this week? For the free video version of the podcast, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. This is the series where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection and rank it on a scale of 1 to 5 for the following dimensions. Cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book. This week, I'm reading Ice Age on the World of Magic the Gathering, number one from Armada Comics, published in 1995. Let's get started. First of all, Magic the Gathering comics have had a long, interesting history, culminating in the most recent failed Chandra comic book from IDW. And I say it's failed because no one really liked the story, and apparently the comic is cancelled? There were only three issues in one year? There was a subsequent series that was solicited, so what is going on with the current state of Magic comic books? Magic the Gathering is having its biggest years ever, but they can't get it together in the comic book realm. Well, let's travel back in time to some of the very first Magic comic books. Ice Age was published in 1995, and it's sort of actually a preview of the brand new hot expansion set that was on the horizon, Ice Age. Now this comic is so full of nostalgia to me because this is when I was first playing Magic between 1995 and 1999. And Ice Age holds so much nostalgia for me. It's my set from when I first played Magic along with 4th Edition and I guess Fallen Empires. But I never read this comic back in the day. It wasn't until years later that I bought a lot of um, original Magic comics on eBay. And for example, this issue number one. So let's review it. First of all, the cover. This is a beautiful painted cover by Charles Vess, famed fantasy artist, comic book artist. He lends his considerable talents to the cover. Uh, these characters are not in the book. Maybe that's Jason Carthaleon and maybe that's Fraley's. That they don't look like that at all in the book at all. Maybe those are the eyes of Tavish Zet, but it doesn't quite fit with what's in the book. Now, on its own, it's amazing. This is a 5 out of 5 cover. I really like the style. I really like Charles Vess's style. It's this fantasy, lithe style, vaguely Yoshitaka Amano style. And so it's a great cover. It doesn't really fit with the plot of the book and such, but that can be forgiven. So this is a 5 out of 5 cover. The interior art is not by Charles Vess. I would have liked that a lot, uh, but it might have been more difficult to complete because, uh, it, after all, it's a full-length comic book, and to do the same sort of uh, cover uh, style interior might be difficult. No, the interior uh, pencils by Raphael Kayanan and inks by Rodney Ramos. I don't believe I was familiar with their art style before. Their name doesn't quite ring a bell. Uh, the interior art, um, I'm not quite loving it. It's a little too busy. Uh, it's sort of like this 90s style, which is way more professional than I could ever do, but still a little bit of a lower tier than maybe, maybe the big two publishers, Marvel and DC. And the quality of the color is good. There's some good 
gradations and you don't see like the halftone uh, printing dots and there's some good gradients and so forth but I'm not really feeling it, it it's just uh, too busy too cluttered uh, too much going on every single page uh, there are a couple of shots uh, a couple of epic shots throughout the book like here's one right here Jason Carthelion is girding himself for battle that's kind of cool there's kind of a cool monochromatic blue scene after a big excursion in the mud and expressions are okay but again this is a three out of five art wise not really amazing nothing feels like the magic card artwork itself even though there are examples like wall of pines and that's supposed to be fraley's the planeswalker before she ascended actually or sparked or whatever they call her a planeswalker but they don't really explain what that means and in the original story lines of magic uh, planeswalkers are very different from the current uh, magic uh, planeswalkers and there's like these kind of cool magical symbols when the uh, mages do their their magic uh, but I'm not really loving the interior art, so it's a 3 out of 5. It's a little more violent than I thought. There's actual real blood. Spoiler alert. So, um, interior art, 3 out of 5. The plot itself comes from writer Jeff Gomez. And this is, at the time, officially canon Wizards of the Coast material. They did have connections with Wizards of the Coast to write plots and such that did try to stay faithful to the cards in the storyline. At the back we have uh, Sean F. Carnes as a person that oversaw the development of the comic so that it followed the cards. And then I also notice in the masthead uh, Scaphalias is listed listed as a consulting rules editor. So the plot is about Jason Carthalion um, trying to convince his civilization of Stargard to leave the glaciers and go off to find better climates. Uh, but none of the rest of the clans really want to follow along. Uh, they have him and Fraley's battle to decide what they should actually do. And wouldn't you know it, Teveshzat is actually controlling the king and uh, causing him to do bad stuff, like making these two childhood friends fight each other to the death. And so there's some machinations and such. Um, they throw magic players a bone by listing various types of spells and things. There's the Jothel Worm, which doesn't really look like the Jothel Worm that came out in the actual cards. There are various references to other uh, magic cards and such, like um, Sabertooth Tiger and such, Grizzled Wolverine and all of that. So it's kind of interesting how at the very end of the book, uh, one of the rules managers there says, yep, this is how we sort of depicted a particular spell in the book and the artist did a good job of depicting this spell or this concept when he taps into the black mana and this is so far removed from what uh, magic is nowadays it's kind of anachronistic so from the lens of nowadays the story is a two out of five because you can't relate to it at all they haven't really defined what planeswalkers are why is why do they call fraley's a planeswalker what does that even mean jason carthelion he's no longer in the story of course 
I think he only existed in comic book form. So from the prism of nowadays, it's a two out of five. On its own, I would also say it's a three out of five. It's entertaining. There's some battling. There's some political stuff going on. There's kind of an interesting before and after of the civilization that we see. Uh, spoiler alert, it doesn't turn out very well. They should have listened to Jason. So the story's okay. And the subsequent issue number two picks up 500 years after this particular comic. So it's okay. It's a three out of five. The enjoyability of the book is kind of interesting. I'll give it a four out of five. Like I said, I really love that cover. I would put this on my wall. Charles Vess' art is always amazing. I have a lot of nostalgia for this magic set, which colors my opinion of the book. So that is a positive. And what's also cool uh, is that we get a free magic card included in the comic book. But wait a minute, it is a preview card. Uh, you could get a real preview card of the new upcoming set, Ice Age, in this comic. Uh, the card is pretty terrible. It's a Bone Shaman. It's a red spell. Two plus red red. You summon giant. Okay, well, again, for the nostalgia of it all, look at this old magic card frame. The old templating and such. Summon giant instead of creature. Giant shaman, I suppose. And the card itself, it's a 3-3 for 4 mana, but it's got a black activated ability for 1 black mana. Any creature damaged by Bone Shaman this turn cannot regenerate until end of turn. So basically, if uh, you're blocking my 3-3 with your 1-1 Drudge Skeleton, you cannot regenerate it, so your skeleton's dead. If I pay black mana. And then the flavor text, rattle me bones as I cross the floor and the bones in your grave will rattle no more. It's kind of epic flavor text. So this is really making my uh, enjoyability factor pretty high, four out of five. Uh, you get a free card. It takes me back to when I first played Magic in the 90s. Amazing cover art. And it's really cool to see behind the scenes about this is the first issue of the new magic comic books that were going to be published by Armada, a division of Valiant Comics, uh, from about 1995 to 1998 or so. So again, I never read these books back in the beginning when I was playing magic at that time, but it was kind of cool to go back and relive the original sets that I grew up with. You get a preview of Coming in May, Fallen Empires number one miniseries. That's a cover by Anson Maddox, uh, amazing magic artist. So pretty good nostalgia. Now there's the duelist with a horrible, uh, horribly graphically designed page. Red text on a blue background. It's so difficult to read. And the little uh, like dragon whelp uh, is also very hard to read. And the other comic that was contemporary at the time was Shadow Mage. So Shadow Mage and Ice Age were uh, the very first magic comics and again it's kind of sad to see where things have ended up with modern magic comics disjointed story that's so far behind the chandra comic that came out recently was supposed to happen during the time of war of the spark and that set is already such ancient history that are they really still going to publish any more issues of it i remember over a year ago when they first teased the cover of tybalt uh towering over Chandra and everyone was like, that would never happen. Weak-ass Tybalt could never defeat Chandra. 
And so the story itself on the Modern Magic comic, like if you tie it so much with the sets, you're going to be left behind in the dust. Comics are published monthly and magic sets are published every three months. And even with that leeway, you're, you're not going to get the story out in time. So if they do any more Magic the Gathering comics, I hope they do them a little bit more evergreen. So once again, if you'd like to see the comic book I've been talking about, head on over to patreon.com slash vmcampos. Follow for free on Patreon to be updated on all of the things I publish regarding comic books, Magic the Gathering, cosplay, and all that fun stuff. If you go up to the $1 pledge, you'll help out the podcast so much, and you'll get exclusive access to the special content I publish only for subscribers. At the $2 range, I'll actually mail you a vintage comic book from my collection in thanks for pledging at $2. I think it's worth it. So this week I read Ice Age on the World of Magic the Gathering number one, published by Armada, a division of Valiant Comics in 1995. And this has been the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.